Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Welcome, everybody. It is it is competition season. It is the season of champions. And I am so excited. Rebecca's trying to uh, distract me by showing me cool stuff that we're going to talk about later, Rebecca. (laughs) I'm sorry, Lauren. I got distracted. You did get distracted. I know, but it was cool. It was so cool. We're going to talk about it later. Y'all are going to be so excited. This is like, it's it's like the extra hot sauce. Lauren's like, stop, stop. Keep on task. We're going to try to stay on task today. We're not good at it, especially when we get together. But I am so excited about our guest today. Uh, we're going to talk about competition season because this past weekend was in DISC 2022. It is back. And we had our own correspondent there. But she is no stranger to the show. My sister from another mister, as I dubbed her on that show, because I'm like, you're like one of the coolest people I've ever chatted with. And you're awesome. She was featured on episode number 18. She is well known in the community. And she uh, like bought it hard in the women's uh, attorney at Indus. Please help us welcome to the show from London, Ontario, Julie Dorsers. Yay! Thanks for having me, ladies. It's good to be back. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here. I, you know, I, you know, I have all the love for Julie Dorsey. I talk, well, you get name dropped on the, the show all the time, uh, either by about your Wonder Woman sh- machine or like, you know, just Canada. Like we're like, Julie, Canada, there. So uh, yeah, so Team Canada is here during Winter Olympics time. So Julie's actually the only person from Canada. We're the, she's the yeah, only like, person she's Canada, you know like, from Canada. There are a few others. No, just one person. You take out the whole, just, the just whole you. Canadian. The All whole Canada. Canada. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julie, for people who don't know how awesome you are, I don't know who that is. But if you're listening to, you know what? They, maybe they're new. They stumbled onto the show. And they're like, who's Julie Dorsers? Or please explain to my cats wherever they have gone. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> like might want to know. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Julie, like kind of how you got started in the pinball and where you're at today. How did I get started in pinball? I used to play in a bar because I don't really drink and people get boring after they drink too much. They repeat themselves a bit. So I saw this Adams Family game and I started playing it and I really had fun with it. And several years later, I was at a bar uh, playing Star Trek Next Generation and a friend of mine told me there's a convention in Chicago. And I was like, you mean like everybody plays pinball? So I drove by myself to Chicago, and that would have been 1999, and I met a whole bunch of pinball people. And then a few years later, somebody said, they're going to start a league in London, Ontario. I'm like, you mean like people have pinball in their basements? (laughs) So I started playing in the league, and we haven't gotten back to it because of COVID, but uh, I'm the treasurer, and I probably will always be the treasurer. And uh, I have a lot of fun and uh, I have been competing, but because of COVID, I haven't done any competitions for two years and it's kind of sad. And I was very, I didn't realize how much I missed pinball people. And I had a chance to go to Indisc because I have an aunt and uncle who live in Riverside California. So I had a free place to stay. I got chauffeured to and from the tournament every day. I got fed breakfast. Oh, that's awesome. 
And I had an e-credit. My partner had uh, booked a flight to Vegas and we couldn't go because we weren't allowed across the border. So uh, he had to put it in my name as an e-credit. So I had a free flight. So it's kind of like, oh, I better go. <laughs> it's like, it's kismet. Like you were supposed to be at Indisc because yeah. like, seriously, like the, the driver and the, like you got somewhere to stay, you have snacks and food. I want to be fed <laughs> breakfast every morning. I know that's the thing like right there. It's like, oh. Did they make you pancakes? No, but they have uh, chickens. They have an oh, acre. Fresh eggs. About 20 minutes from the venue, from the Riverside Convention Center. And they have orange trees and grapefruit trees and fruit that I've, like a kumquat. I'd never had a kumquat in my life. And I'm like, you grow all this. And they're like, you don't want to know what our water <laughs> bill is. But so every day I had like an egg and bacon burrito or oatmeal with blueberries or I was like wow can I just live here (laughs) I just want some of that fresh squeezed orange juice like I would like to go pick my oranges and then peel them and then squeeze them and then drink it and you could do that if you pay all the water bills oh mm -mm. and I really like my aunt and uncle they're lovely and they're great to hang out with so it was really nice to see them And um, normally I teach in January, but because I teach massage therapy, they didn't really start a program during COVID. So I didn't have to teach this semester. So this was my first in-disc. And I know Jim from other competitions, but this was my first time going. So I'd never been to Banning. So I don't know what that location was like. I just know, oh, it was in Riverside. So I have to go because my relatives live there. And I got a free place to sleep. So it was great. The venue was uh, very safe. It was it was a lovely venue. It was a big convention center. And we had this huge room. And you had to be vaccinated. You had to get your temperature taken. And they only you only showed it the first day. And then after that, you had a little sticker on your uh, lanyard. So they were very, you know, you had to wear a mask. And you know, it's to keep everybody safe. And I understand because, you know, when you're playing pinball, you're kind of close contact. So uh, I felt pretty safe. And uh, they had a lot of games. They had the target match play the Thursday, and then qualifying uh, for women's Friday, and then women's playoffs Saturday. And then the rest of the playoffs were Sunday. And they also had classics every day. Yeah, because they have the t- they have classics one and two. They have the open, which is kind of considered the main Indus tournament, and it's on the the Stern Pro Circuit. And then um, they also had the women's tournament, which like you rolled in like a boss right. because you already had breakfast of champions over there, and you're already you're already an awesome player. Like we're just gonna <laughs> establish like Julie's got skills, and she's like I had breakfast, I slept well, I got dropped off like a, the celebrity that I am. Like, stress-free, like, maximum relaxed. Yeah, it's the best. I love it. Except during playoffs. (laughs) 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 When you need need to play. I actually, my best ticket was my second ticket, and I probably put in 10 tickets. But I tried to play other games. Please explain tickets. 
Yeah, it's a different format. Yeah, so we're going to uh, talk about a little bit about that for our new listeners. So we talk a lot about match play and about, you know, different types of tournaments. And Indisc is special. And certain tournaments do do this, but Indisc is the largest tournament that does this. And it's called Herb Style. Julie, for like new folks, can you explain what that means? Because you just said tickets and stuff. And I was like, wait, we got to explain what that means. <laughs> the only tickets I know I get from the police after I've gone too fast. <laughs> <laughs> In the ticket style, you uh, purchase a ticket, and I think it was $15 for the women or 20 I bought like a group, so it was a little bit cheaper. Uh, I think for the open, it was $20 per ticket, and that's five games. So you play five games, and if you have a really crappy score on one game, that brings your stats down. So you have to kind of have, you know, two or three really awesome scores and maybe a few really good, okay scores, but you can't have a crappy score. And that's kind of the problem. So, you know, I'd get a ticket, I'd go up and I'd play a game and it'd be the worst game ever. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd be like, oh, this isn't going to hold up. So then you're basically, you have to kind of either throw away the ticket, but you still have to play all those games. So you have to play the five games. So then... My strategy was if I had a really bad game, like the first or second game, I would just go, okay, I'm going to throw this ticket away. So I'm going to play the games I don't know and try to learn them. Even though this isn't going to count, it's going to teach me something. And I'm going to kind of get a feel for the games that I don't really know. Because they always have games that you don't really know. Like you can read rules, but you don't get a feel for it. Like Magic Castle. <laughs> or Mystery Castle. Mystery Castle, yeah. Mystery it's, Castle. It's so rare, I don't even know the name of it. Yeah, that's a. I, that's an old Williams game. And I mm -hmm. think I, I didn't play it in the open, but they had Safecracker. Well, it's a timed game. It's not like three balls and you're done. It's based on time. So I kind of learned it, but I didn't master it obviously. And uh, Mousing Around, which it's a tough game. That is a tough game. It's a fun game, but it's a tough game. And if you don't do well, you know, because it doesn't have a ball save, you know, some of the things that we're used to ball saves. Oh, this is a great thing. <laughs> so that that was hard. And um, Barbed Wire, which Gottliebs are always it reminds me of Stargate because it has the same sounds and kind of weird scoring. You hit one thing and you get like, all of a sudden your points are like, wow, how did I get that? <laughs> and Carrie, Carrie Wing crushed it in the final. That's what they played in the final. I was like, who picked that game? But um, yeah, so they had barbed wire. They had a rock, which is actually kind of a fun game. It's not a complicated game. You're basically going for the spinner and you're trying to spell rock and roll lives and, uh, you know, hit these targets down. But it was a fun game. But, I, you know, you don't see it very often. It's not a common game. Then they had Monster Bash, which is, of course, you know, for Lyman. Yeah. I think they put that in there for that. And uh, it is, it's an awesome game. Who doesn't like Monster Bash? They had Spider-Man, which I like. Uh, it was the comic one. So it has the comic oh. back glass. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's fun. Well, I think this, I think the vault Spider-Man actually has different code than when they vaulted it. The comic book vault edition, I think, actually had some oh, code it? changes. 
compared to the one that first came out? It didn't seem that different to me, but I didn't blow it up. So I did okay, but I didn't blow it up. And then they had Doctor Who, which I don't think I'd ever seen in a tournament. And Doctor Who beat me up in the end, but I love Doctor Who. Like, that's one of those games, if I could own it, like if I had a big space and I could own 10 games, I'd have a Doctor Who. So, because I love the noises of Doctor Who. Oh, it's so fun. Exterminate! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I actually qualified in my second ticket really well, and that's what got me to the final. But I must have played so many tickets to try and better it. Because, you know, you worry about like kind of bleeding out, right? Like, because as you see people start to play, you're like, oh, Carrie Wing just crushed that game. And Yasmin DeYoung got like 146 million on Monster Bash. I was like, I don't think I've ever gotten that high. So you you kind of worry, am I going to make it? (laughs) And I also... I didn't stay till 11 o'clock every night, right? Because I got to kind of hang out with family a little bit. So I left about nine o'clock every night and, uh, you know, and they fed me at night too. So I couldn't <laughs> complain. And I had a bed and a ensuite. So I was like, I think it's okay. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice space because uh, we were kind of a little tucked away. That is really nice because, you know, there was a lot of concern. It used to be held, um, for, for listeners who don't know the history of Indus, it was held in Banning, California at the Museum of Pinball um, located right there next door. And unfortunately, the Museum of Pinball closed and they kind of were like, where are we going? What are we doing? And then they had moved it to uh, the Riverside Convention Center. And, you know, they're having to source all these games. So Julie, from your experience, you know, in different venues, do you feel like this is kind of going to be like the new Pimberg? Is this going to be the new event that people go to? Because just I had that feeling when I was watching things online. I'm like, this just seems really big compared to, to some of the other events that are out there. Because it's not in Pinberg style, I don't think it'll be pin. But I think Indisc was always a very popular tournament. And I think it will grow. Like, I don't think they had the numbers they wanted. And I don't know if that's partly because of the vaccination. You know, maybe people aren't feeling safe yet. Uh, maybe the mask mandates, they didn't, you know, some people, it's, it is harder to wear a mask all day. Like, it is a bit, like, you do get a little claustrophobic. I mean, you could go outside and go back in and uh, that was fine. But I don't know if people, you know, oh, I'm not, I don't know if I want to do that or... You know, I know there was a lot of Canadians who were supposed to go, but we have to have a test to go back to Canada. And that test cost $195. So, and it was like, this, this, okay. (laughs) Here's my money. No swab, that's it. But they sent me a certificate that said I'm COVID free. And that's what cost the money, right? And, I think in three or four months, I don't think they're going to have us do that anymore. And the funny part was when I came home, I I flew into Detroit. And when I got home, I crossed the border. The guy's like, oh, you randomly get selected. You get to do another COVID test. Oh, I didn't have to. I didn't have to pay for it. Like they it's like, here's a box. You call this number and they watch you swab your nose. And you the pure later guy comes and picks it up. And they just make sure. And then they say, do you have somewhere to quarantine? So there is a bit of a process for us, but 
I was like, whatever. I need to get away. Like we need to kind of like live again, right? Um, but I know there was a couple people from Victoria who didn't go because of all the restrictions. Uh, I know uh, Ian Harwer didn't go because he didn't feel safe because of Omicron, right? Like, I mean, it's still out there. It's, you know, I can understand right. why people were a little like, oh, yeah, uh, I, I totally get that. And you got to sit on a plane, right? Like I had to sit yeah. on a plane mm. for five hours. And I mean, everybody wore a mask, but on my way home, I sat next to some army guy. He had it like, you're like, well, that's not really yeah, all. Yeah, the diaper. He got you a full diaper. Like, yeah. If you're going to wear the mask, like what you can't see <laughs> listeners is that she did it where, you know, they don't put it over their nose. They just have it sit on their upper lip. And I'm like, you know what? Just don't wear it. I just feel insulted. Just just take the dang thing off. <laughs> if you can draw a mustache on top of your mask and it's where a mustache should be, you're wearing it wrong. It's like, oh, Lisa. I'm like, I can't. But uh, you know what? I'm glad you got home and and were safe and you had fun. And I and I agree with you. It's it's tough. Like, I feel that everybody should do what they think is best for their health situation, their family situation, their personal situation. I, there is no judgment here. But like, I, you know, I am vaxxed and boosted and I wear my mask wherever I go. And I have started playing in events and we we started our league back up. And, you know, it's, it's a, I'm a little more aware of like when people are coughing and and I'm like, God, you know, before uh, COVID, we were filthy. That's all I'm just saying. I'm just like, we're, we were filthy. <laughs> Nobody washed their hands, right? And, and so Indus, they had sanitizing stations all over. You know, uh, I saw a lot of guys bring like the towel and wipe the game before they started playing. Finally, this is what it took them to do. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, maybe that's good for them to learn those things, right? Like... But I didn't ever feel like, oh, I'm going to get COVID. Like, I never felt that way. And it was very spacious. It was a, it was a lovely venue. And they had a lot of games. They had a lot of classics games that I didn't really – some I knew, some I didn't. And to say congratulations, though, to the classics winners, just real quick, there were three classics events. There was a classics one, a classics two, and a classics match play champion. So classics one was Robert Byers, who is uh, in your hometown. Sure is. <laughs> and he is so fun. Like He's super fun. Rob's is great. I, I, I talked to him quite a, quite a bit and, uh, you know, I tease him about his wrestling, but he is so nice. He's such an introvert, you know, just so introverted. He's just the most quiet, <laughs> demure. Our, our little wallflower. Just so quiet. You'd never know he was there if you were in the same room with him. Never, never, ever. But uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, Rob has been uh, very supportive of, of women's pinball. And, you know, he streamed the women's event here in Texas. But we got to know him and he hosts Top Rope Pinball on Twitch. So we'll put him in the, the show notes. But congratulations to him for for taking home uh, the Classics 1. Uh, Classics 2 was Escher Lockoff. And the Classic Match Play Championship was Adam McKinney, who I he's come to Bat City a few times. And he's a really great guy, too. So. That's uh, Sunshine's husband. Yes, that is Sunshine's husband, who has also been featured on the show. Yeah, and I watched that final because there was uh, a gentleman from England, Robert, who competed against, and he was just the nicest guy. And uh, I knew I met him through Neil, 
if you know Neil McRae, he's an, uh, another England player. And uh, Neil and I, you know, we've met up many times, you know, we're the foreigners, right? <laughs> so uh, we chat a lot. Question. Sorry, Lauren, I apologize for what I'm about to ask. Julie, do you do VR? No. Oh, no. <laughs> that's how I know Neil is Neil and I play VR mini golf together. But he's always the person who's on the opposite side of the ocean. So we get to play at really weird times. Oh, fun. <laughs> I love Neil. Neil's wonderful. And he's a great guy. Yeah. He is. Yeah, and he, he was like, he, I think he had brought his wife to Banning, but, you know, there's nothing in Banning. But Riverside is this cute little town. Around the corner was the food lab. So you could go in. It was kind of like a, a mall. Like a food hall? Like a food, like at the food court at the mall. Yeah. But it had like six or seven. It had like a beer place. It had a chicken place. All your choices were there. And so that was really nice to walk to. There was two hotels right there. You didn't have to live on greasy pizza? Is it even a convention? Yeah. (gasps) And there was like uh, all sorts of choices. And uh, I only went there once, uh, but uh, I was like, oh, this is really nice. You know, and it had a cute little street. It was, and it did remind me of Pinburg because the street around the corner on Pinburg had kind of lots of little restaurants and it was kind of a main strip. So that's what this, this street reminded me of. You know, there was a CVS pharmacy. There was all little things if you needed something, right? So you didn't have to go anywhere. And, but you could if you wanted. I mean, it's not far from LA. It's not far from San Diego. I ended up going for dinner with some cousins and I went to Claremont, which is about 30 minutes away. And it was a cute little town too. I was like, oh, there's all these cute little towns in California. Who'd have thunk? So that's the good thing about the Riverside Convention Center is that there's lots around you. That's nice. Yeah. So if you want to take a break, if you're not like me who plays like the whole time, you can take a break and do something else if you want to. So Well, it's nice to be able to walk to something mm-hmm. and do something else. Because, I, you know, I've been at a couple of events where it's like, I'm here, I'm held captive. I have nothing to eat but like this fried nacho thing, which I enjoyed. But, you know, sometimes you just want to get out of the building. And like even just for a little bit, just for lunch or something, I was like, I just want to walk somewhere and just have a moment to myself or, you know, get together with some friends and like, let's go grab a drink or something. So that's really nice. And I've heard I've heard nice things about Riverside. I've actually never been there. So I'm kind of excited to to find out more about about Riverside. It sounds lovely. I love that. I, I love that. It's great. And there was actually some other thing going on. It was called the Festival of Fights. But it didn't happen, in, I think, until Saturday. So we had the whole place to ourselves. And you, when you went in, there was Project Pinball. And uh, so he had the games there and you could try Halloween and you could try Rush. And they had some games on free play and then the main room. But there wasn't like all these other people that normally you see when you have a convention that has gaming and other things. So we kind of had the place to ourselves for a couple of days, which was kind of nice. That's nice. Yeah. That sounds lovely. I'm totally excited. I'm like, man, you keep on selling me. Because I was kind of like, Rebecca and I were kind of tossing about, like, should we go to We Indus? wanted to go and to Indus. Like, well, no, 
wait, just wait. And, da, 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 da. <laughs> and it's like, and now like I have like so like FOMO and like now I'm all sad. I'm like, should have gone to Indisc. It looked really cool. And I now know. hearing you talk about it, I'm like, dang it. It's like, ah, but it looked amazing. So, and and again, congratulations to the ladies. Uh, so to kind of uh, mention first place, of course, our girl Carrie Wingman. She, oh, she she's like awesome. so sweet and nice. She like rolls in, and thing is, you don't know that Carrie Wing is about to destroy you and your world. <laughs> like, and she's so nice, and she's like, "Hi," and I'm like, "She go, she gonna light this place on fire." And she's so calm. She's so like, calm. She's like the calm, cool, collected, and. You know, I don't feel so bad because I got knocked out in the first round, but it was by Carrie and Kate Martin who both made the final. Exactly. You don't feel bad if the, if like you better win. You I, don't. Like, if you knock me out, you better win. Because <laughs> if, if you don't win, I'm going to be salty. The worst is when you get knocked out by somebody and then they get knocked out right after you. And like, no, I could have made it. It's like, dang it. No, but uh, but Carrie, I mean, you know, we love you here at the Backbox Pinball Podcast, but congratulations. Second place went to uh, Leslie Ruckman, who is awesome. Uh, she is a patron of the show. We are big fans of Leslie here. Third place. And this was um, Leslie and uh, Yasmin had to do a uh, tiebreaker because they both tied yeah. for uh, second uh, Yasmin took third. And then, of course, Kate Martin, who was just on a few episodes ago, uh, flew in from New York, went to Indisc, and took fourth place. So there's a champ right there. But congratulations to all the ladies that played it. And you, Julie, like we had, so I was like, Julie, um, would you like to be our correspondent? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then next like, day, I made the top 16. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. So I was like, this is happening. I and was there, like, was, there was a really, there was a lot of, Good players. I was really happy. I did some scorekeeping. I was watching. I was like, oh, I'm so screwed. (laughs) Because I haven't been playing, right? Right. Like, I was playing three times a week. And now I'm playing, you know, just my own machines. But it's not the same when you compete. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was like, oh, I'm just going to go. And if I qualify, that's a good goal. So that was my goal is just to qualify for the finals. And I was happy to make it, but I got knocked out the first round, but it is what it is. And but you still made finals and that's amazing. Yeah. I, I made $70. Girl. <laughs> Woo, American, which is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the conversion rate is working for you. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And one, I want to make one special note, a huge shout out to Stephanie Traub. Yes. She is the co-host of One iPod, One Pinball. Um, She was featured on an episode, I want to say back in the 70s range. I should have pulled that number, but she, a really interesting person. I loved getting to know her, but she made group a yeah. finals of the open. She is the woman that ranked the highest um, on that for the open. And I think I want to say she took, if I rem- I wrote it down somewhere, 34th out of all those players. She was in 34th, took group A. Yeah, she, I think she was really focused on that. Like, I think yeah. she put a few tickets in the women's, but I think she was just focused on getting into that open. And uh, I, I only put a couple tickets in the open. I was like, I just... I, I don't have time to learn all these games, right? And master them in the time frame. So I have to study more. <laughs> you do kind of have to study. Yeah, like it's Mystery true. Castle, right? You're like, I don't know that game. Like, and you got to look it up. You got to watch some video. And you have to kind of know what the rules are before you go in. And I just, I had just finished learning acupuncture. Your brain is full. 
Oh, so your and brain was kind of a little like melty and drained. You're like, I was, I was learning gallbladder 34 and, and, uh, stomach 38 and, and, you know, where it is lateral medial, you know, near the zygomatic arch. Like I was learning all that stuff. And I hadn't looked at an anatomy textbook since I finished school, which was a long time ago. So my brain was not really in pinball, but it was such a great break for me because I saw all these people and I had a great time. And, you know, huge shout out to Jim Bellicito, who, you know, I, I don't know Carl, but I know Jim. And he, I must have asked him a hundred questions. <laughs> I go, Jim, Jim, Jim. And he was just so nice. And uh, Bob Matthews, who he did the tournament you know, the scorekeeping for the women's final. And he's so patient and knows all the rules. He's such a good, he's such a good tournament director. Uh, and Kate Martin actually did a lot of work. Like she helped out behind the scenes quite a bit. You know, she, uh, she helped with a lot of scorekeeping and she was just doing lots of stuff to try and, you know, and she's trying to get something in New York going. So, you know, we need more women like that you know, who kind of promote women. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. And, and she's like, like the kind of person, even if she rolls in, even if she's there to do her own thing, she's still going to put pitch in and help out. And, you know, I, I hope whatever is going on, what she's planning for in New York takes off, because that would be amazing. But I'll go sign up for whatever Kate's running. I was like, that's well, what, what do you got, Kate? I was like, I will be there. But I mean, congratulations to all the women that participated in Indus. Julie, I, it sounded like an amazing event. And thank you for, for sharing your your stories with us and your experience. Uh, very much like, I wish I had gone. I sh- we should have just gone, Rebecca. Like, we, we, we hemmed and hawed about it, like, seriously. But we should have. I, I watched some of the stream. It was a really busy weekend of playing pinball, actually. <laughs> Unrelated. It was a really it, busy weekend. True. And so um, I tuned in when I could. Uh, I know Carl. Carl is awesome, and I enjoyed watching. I think that some of my favorite stuff was actually going down at the high stakes at 2 o'clock in the morning, Central, where you could tell how exhausted everybody was. So it was just a steady, de- <laughs> like, poor Carl, bless Carl. Carl starts, like, way up here, and then you watch him just, like, like, you could tell how tired. They actually had uh, some great women commentators, too. Kim Martinez. Uh, Kate Martin, I think, did some. Uh, Yasmin ended up doing some commentating. And they all had fun. They all looked like they were having fun commentating, too. So, you know, it it's such a – pinball is such a lovely community. And uh, I think that's what I like about it, right? Like, it doesn't matter where you're from. Everybody is into pinball. And uh, that's such a great thing. So I love it. Pinball people are the best people. Pinball people are the best people. Julie, so, you know, 2022, I feel like it's the year of Julie because, you know, you already, like, started off like a boss at Indisc. You're like, ah, you know, I just roll in the finals. That's how that's how I do it, Julie style. But what do you got going on? What's going on this year pinball-wise for Julie? So my next event is Allentown. There's another thing I want to go to. Just, more just because I want to buy stuff, but then I'm going to have to get a truck because it's not going to fit in my tiny Honda. I really, I love, I love BB. That's the name of my car. But if it doesn't fit anything, it fits nothing. It actually probably saves me from buying stuff because I'm like, oh, I got to figure out somebody to take it to my house. But I'm like, but I want to, I want to go to Allentown just so I could go buy stuff. <laughs> but I've heard it's an amazing tournament. The tournament is okay, but I go with a whole gang 
And it's about the fun of the game. And we get a hotel room and somebody buys a pin ahead of time and we put it in the room and we have like a party in the room at night. And Ed Robertson usually uh, comes to Allentown with us because we're the Canadian contingent and we try to bring as many games back to Canada as we can. (laughs) So I think the one year we had 16 pins in in a trailer. That's how you do it with Allentown. <laughs> Allentown is the magical place. And it has been mentioned so many times on this show. And I still am salty about the $500 Fathom. Like, I can't even. Like, you just, you find those amazing deals or those rare things that somebody's, like, left in their, like, basement. And all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, I'm selling this thing for, like, 200 bucks. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the, but it only happens in Allentown. Like, I've never heard of any other place. It never happens anywhere else. It does not. So that's why I want to roll up there. But at the same time, my checkbook's like, please don't do that to us. Everywhere else, you're like, oh, hey, look at this populated uh, fire play field that looks like it's been through a fire. It is $500. And you're like, why? No. Good God, no. Well, and that's where I got the the Wonder Woman pinball machine, right? So um, I'm just looking up Yegpin. So Yegpin is July 21st and to July 24th. It's in Edmonton, Alberta. And if you are into nature, uh, after the tournament, you could drive to Banff and it's beautiful. There's Lake Louise, Lake Maline, Lake Moraine. I've heard of that place. I Googled it the other day because I was watching, I was watching a sappy romance movie and I'm like, this is beautiful. Where, what Banff, Canada, where is that? And I Googled it and it was like the most beautiful place on earth. This is selling me even more for Yigpin. This is selling me. Uh, so Banff is about two hours. I went last year. Uh, on a big trip and we flew into Edmonton and then we traveled down and it it was every day you were like oh my gosh look go around the corner you're like wow you know and uh, the lakes are blue 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 and it's just spectacular but it's four days of pinball and the women's tournament doesn't conflict with any other tournament and it's a Pinburg style tournament that's nice yeah so And they've gotten lots of money from, um, they've gotten funding because it's a way to promote pinball and Edmonton and get people traveling there. So they have, I think 300 people can compete and it's in 2,800,000 square feet. The hotel is $129 Canadian, which for you Americans is like nothing. (laughs) And it's a two minute walk away. Uh, So they have... Four IFPA-sanctioned pinball tournaments with cash prizes. I'm going to look up all the stuff he sent. Rebecca, while she's looking up stuff, this could be something I could sell to Mr. Backbox. Why? Because he's always wanting to drag me outside. And I'm like, why? I don't want to go outside. <laughs> I'm like, why? There's stuff outside. There's like bugs and animals. And, and bears. And bears. Exactly. It's Canada. There's like bears and stuff that will like kill you. But it's beautiful. You can stay in a hotel, though. I can stay in the hotel. I stayed in nice hotels. He can go outside and go <laughs> take a picture of a bear or a tree and see, like, and then we're spending time together. I'm going to, you, you all don't even know, right after the show, I'm going to go float this by Mr. Backbox. Mr. Backbox, you want to go to Canada? I even have my passport. I know. I'm sitting here and about to be like, well, after I spend several days inside, I could then go spend several days outside. And I think that I'll need, like, my balance of inside and outside. And then it'll be like a well-rounded trip. And that's always nice. Yeah, no, see, I don't mind. Like, I like nature, like, but I want to be like sitting on a deck with a drink. 
like with nature or like be in the car, like look at over there. That's nice. So I, I could probably dr be driven around Banff, but I will say Banff is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. Like it, even for me, a diehard, like I want to stay inside person. I'm like, you could maybe get me to go outside. Maybe I maybe go to look at that. But that geek pen does sound awesome. Ugh. Yeah. And so the sign up is this Saturday. It's like 12 p.m. Mountain Time, which is another time zone that I don't know. And that is 1 p.m. Central. So. And I think it's 2 p.m. Eastern. Yep. So that's all I know. Um, time zones are hard, you guys. They are. I get confused. So there's a women's tournament. There's a match play tournament, uh, a Pinburg style tournament. There's like five different tournaments. Oh, this sounds and, awesome. And uh, it's over four days. I have to figure my life out this summer. Uh, Alberta won't have any mass mandates at that time and no vaccine requirements. So it's a oh, free okay. for all. Well, we live in Texas <laughs> where it's been a free for all since 2020. So yeah. Yeah. But our, all the numbers have gone down quite a bit. So by July, you hope that this is all done and we can move on with life. And summer in Canada sounds nice. It's it's like, you know, because mm -hmm. you think of Canada and it's like, it's so cold there. But uh, no. summer in Canada is super nice. It's, it, coming from South and Central Texas, I'm like, I probably would enjoy Canada in the middle of the summer. I'm like, I'll need a jacket. <laughs> Can I have a sweater? <laughs> you need a jacket at night. During the day, you won't need it at all. Oh, so, uh, but yeah, it is beautiful. And uh, I highly recommend, and I think Edmonton has like the world's biggest mall. Because when they have winter, yeah, they they have lots of stuff. Uh, so, you know, for you, it's actually probably not a far flight. I don't know. How, how far would Alberta be for you? Across the country. We're like way down at the bottom. Yeah, but so it's, so would it be like a four-hour flight? Uh, Probably at least five, I would think. Because it's about three and a half hours to Chicago and about four and a half. About four to Seattle, four to five to Seattle. Oh, it's probably, it's probably four, four and a half. With or without time zone changes. Yeah. So we'd probably have to, we'd have to link up somewhere because uh, San Antonio, nothing flies direct. It's the bane of my existence. <laughs> nothing fly, it, unless you want to go to Mexico or you want to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> like that can get you direct, but God forbid you want to go anywhere else. Uh, San Antonio is not a, it's always requires a stop. But we'll put more info in the show notes about Yigpin. And before we wrap up the show, uh, we were talking about crafts. And again, other things Lauren is not uh, good at. And thank God people are into it because now I can go buy it. Please tell me about your friend Stacy and these super cool crafts that she does. So Stacy was in my group that I got knocked out in in the final. So uh, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember her last name, but she does Stacy's Stellar Stitches. And uh, if you have a, a DMD screen that you want stitched, she'll stitch it for you and ship it to you. And she has some samples on her Instagram. And I was like, wow. I, I, that's really cool. That's skill. I, I love that. She had some neat stuff from Mars Attacks and Scared Stiff. And, uh, but you can, if there's something that you're looking for, right? Like you could get it there. But yeah, yeah. I always like it when people do something that's like a sideline of pinball because it's fun, right? It is so fun how like it's you amazing. made like some kind of like craft or thing connected to pinball. 
Sorry, somebody's texting me. <laughs> I love that so much because I felt like I was like, I am being called. I was like, what is that? It's actually, that's the horns of Canada, Lauren. You're being yeah. called to Canada. It is the horns of Canada. <laughs> All Canadians are required. Horns of Canada. When people call. It feels like you're being crossed across the mountainside. <laughs> yeah, what you don't know is that it's a mountie that's got a that's got the horn. <laughs> it's actually a friend of mine who's like, "You have a Godzilla?" I'm like, "Yeah, I have a Godzilla pinball machine." <laughs> all pinball, all the time, and you were summoned across. I love, I love that, Julie. I don't think we can top that. Like, I think that at that point, we have now bought this show to an end. <laughs> I love yeah. that so much. But we'll include links for Yigpin. We'll include links for uh, Stacy's Stellar Stitches because I'm so buying a Dracula one. Stacy, it's coming. Oh, that's your game. And I hope to see you at Yigpin. I hope so too. Like, I'm like, Rebecca and I, we're going to have to have a discussion. Yes, yes, I'm trying. If not, maybe Allentown. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Like, because like we got invited to PinFest and then I'm like, oh, like I like booked the hotel and I'm like, try- I'm trying to figure out my life right now. And I'm like, I got to figure out where I'm going. But <laughs> we're going to meet up one day in person, Julie. And I just want you to know, as soon as I see you, I'm just going to run and hug you. Just so you know, just you're prepared. You should like, oh, of course you can you plant your feet <laughs> as I come at you. Would you go to Chicago? Would you go to the Pinball Expo? I did. So Rebecca went and I also had FOMO. And the reason I didn't go this year was because I was in between jobs. Like I had just, like I was just leaving my old job and starting a new job. So I'm like, I can't do that right now. But because uh, uh, new job isn't going to like that. And old jobs, like you need to work every day until you leave. I was like, dang it. I'm pretty confident we're going to Chicago Expo this year. I think we're probably going to hit Chicago this year. I I feel with about like 80%. I don't know if we'll drive again. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I do that. Yeah. That's a long drive. For me, it's only six hour drive. So it's a piece of cake. Yeah. Here's, it's like, what, 18? Yeah. How long? Yeah, it's about 18. Yeah. Oh, that's a We're going across the country. So yeah, we may fly, but I'm pretty sure we're going to go to that. So uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, again, Julie- you should. Oh, I may go. We we'll have to sort it out. We should. We should hang. We should hang out. It's gonna be awesome. You could also go to a Houston Arcade Expo <laughs> if you just want a straight up party. It's a great small show, and it's just a party. And also, if you you have to fill out your backbox pinball podcast bingo card, if we don't mention Houston when we talk about shows, like we have to. We have this to. This is true. Like, yeah. And by the way, uh, I'm probably going to add to this to every show. Waffle fries are not waffles. Waffle fries are not waffles. <laughs> Waffle fries are not like don't yeah Bobby Bobby and I are like in a like lovely battle it's not contentious per se it's but, so uh, contentious it's so contentious but we're but we're cool with each other but she's still trying to like say it's a potato waffle and I'm like no it is a waffle fry it is a French fry it with a, a lattice like shaped like a waffle but it is not a waffle it is a ah. waffle fry but she's ta- she's over here it's a potato <laughs> waffle she even sent me a recipe on our web on our Facebook page for potato waffles so I'm like why are you being so hateful Bobby why I was like it is still a waffle fry <laughs> waffle fries forever but uh listeners uh one more plug we are through the end of this month doing Girl Scout cookie sales. So if you buy cookies from anyone, uh, just send us a proof of purchase either via social or via email. Uh, it can be a picture. It can be a copy of your receipt. However you want to do it, just you can take a picture with a Girl Scout and a box of cookies. I mean, how, however it rocks your world. 
With that Girl Scouts consent, let's be honest. So don't go start yes, yes, accosting no. Girl Scouts with don't cookies on the street and be like, take a picture with me, child. Don't do that. That's creepy. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, that's so that creepy. That is creepy. I just thought it might be cool and chill. Like, oh, you're at the, like, you know, the cookie thing in front of the Walmart or, you know, Lowe's or whatever and take a picture. Don't be weird. <laughs> But send us your proof of purchase and uh, you'll be in the running for a cool Backbox Pinball uh, podcast prize pack. And also uh, our friends um, from Forever the Flip are going to give away a yet again because they did it last year. He's giving away another custom hoodie. And that's like an over $100 value. Like that thing is legit nice. It's yeah, beautiful. Tracy won it last year. So again, like that, he threw that in. He, as soon as we announced that we were doing the cookie thing again, he was like, I will donate another hoodie. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Forever the flip. Also, you know, please, please, please uh, support. If you don't have Girl Scouts in your area, maybe you live in the forest, you know, in Banff somewhere, you know, somewhere with no, no children. <laughs> or you're a bear. <laughs> yeah, or you're a bear. If you are a bear who lives in the forest and you don't know any Girl Scouts that you haven't eaten, <laughs> you can purchase your cookies online from what troop is it, Lauren? It's Troop 6000. We have the link um, on our socials and on our, um, I'll make sure to put it on the website too. Um, but Troop 6000 is based in New York City and they're supporting girls within the shelter system. So these are uh, young ladies that are homeless, but they get together and, um, you know, have camaraderie and have like, you know, something normal in their lives um, through scouting. So uh, we, th- we thought it was a great idea to support them. So please, if you don't have your own troop to support or your own l- young lady, you can support uh, the girls of New York City. And Troop 6000. And again, we'll include the link in the show notes. Lots of stuff. We had so much fun. Julie, again, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Lauren, I realized we need to also talk about the people who won on... There were some winners for Indesk. High stakes was Keith Elwin. Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about Keith. Like, because the GOAT gets talked about all the time. We love Keith so much. We love Keith. Keith, you're great. What was really funny was watching how late it was at high stakes and literally all the commentators going like, stop, Keith. Stop. Just stop playing. We know you're moving on because everyone's so tired and it's late at night. But there was someone in the chat who said his name's Elwin, not Elluse. And I was like... Oh, that's good. Um, That is pretty good. And then winner of the Open, Zach McCarthy. Z-Mac. Children. Children. Like, I mean, I was like, are you able to to hold that trophy? Like, I mean, I mean, congratulations, Z-Mac. This is why, you know... It, you know, it's Olympic season. You're making great choices at 16. And you see all the children in the Olympics. You see yeah. uh, a teen win the Open. And I'm like, yep, that's right. I'm just old. I'm just going to go creak up the stairs now. It's fine. Pinball is like gymnastics. You peak at 16. <laughs> I don't know about that. But there was one really <laughs> impressive game. So they played Doctor Who. Kaylee George picked Doctor Who. And Walt Wood he did 129 side loops on Doctor Who. Oh, my God. It was crazy. And we were like, and Levy from New York was putting boom on the screen. And we were just like, oh, my gosh, I 129 loops. I It's insane. It was and he was dancing around. He has awesome. He was so fun to watch. Uh, but they all were like so good. Uh, it was really, I did end up watching some of it and it was impressive. It was very impressive. So 
I hope one day I get to be like that. <laughs> same, 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 same. Okay, but uh, congratulations to all the winners. I'm sorry. We got so sidetracked with the lady stuff and then Yipin and Bamf and all these things. This is what happens. Listeners, if you're a normal listener to the show, you know this is how we roll. I really do have an agenda in my mind and sometimes written down, but... And then she hired me as her co-host. And then by hired, I mean she was like, not, I'll pay you. I was like, please, Lauren, include me. I will be your best friend forever. And and that's how that happened. So, but, you know, we, we, we mostly stayed on course. I'm, you know, pretty proud of us for the most part. We did great. We did great. I mean, Julie, you, you made the show awesome. Again, thank you for being thank our you. correspondent. Thank you for representing Team Canada. Team Canada for the win. Uh, so proud of you. And again, congratulations on everything you accomplished at Indisc. And we will see each other in person at some point. Like 2022 is going to be our year. We're going to hug it out. Good. It's going to be great. I love it. It's going to be great. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We'll include all the links in the show notes to all the cool stuff that we talked about. Uh, but everyone, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other and keep flipping. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping. <laughs>